Yo, what's happening with what's happening? Welcome to What's Happening. I'm Brad. I'm Fred. So, shall we talk about what's happening? What's happening with you, bro? Just chilling, man. Just went to Ohio this past weekend for my best friend's uh, little bachelor party. Step back, kicked it, got faded like I was in high school. <laughs> Not high school, college, but yeah, this shit was crazy. Oh, yeah, throw out the legal disclaimer. I was 18, dude. <laughs> yeah, 21, shit. Nah, I'm just saying, you know. Having on hangover, I'm sticking to my guns, and then somebody, you know, bought the bachelor around the shots for the party, and then somebody else, and there you go, two different drinks that you're not drinking, mixing mm-hmm. with what you're drinking. Yeah. Next thing you know, you drinking. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm going to bed. <laughs> it's a wrap. I'm old. Nah, I was drinking, drinking. So this beyond me. (laughs) Shout out to Ha Ha Davis, man. But yeah, man, it's um, it's uh, that sounds like y'all had a good time, man. I'm getting ready to uh, I'm getting ready to head out of town on Friday, flying out to uh, New Orleans, you know. So uh, I'm a little geeked about that. My little one day work trip, you know. I'm saying, boss lady was like, "Hey, I need you to go," and I was like, "Okay." Let's go. And so I'm going. And um Mardi Gras. You know, I wanna go put that right out there, but you know what I'm saying? All right, so story time with your boy. We ain't did story time with your boy in a minute. But um, so all right, I travel sometimes for work. What like I just told y'all, my boss called and said, Hey, I I, I need to we got this project that we need done in New Orleans. Any chance you can go take care of it? Absolutely. A personal goal for me is I want to get my feet on the soil of every state before I die. And um, I've never been to Louisiana, so I'm going to get my feet on the soil. And, like, just, like, the airports don't count. Like, I got to get my feet on the soil. So, like, I've been to the airport in Phoenix. That doesn't count. And I've been to the airport in D.C. That doesn't count. But, like, I stopped and used the restroom in Indiana on my way to Chicago. That does count. I'm weird. Uh, I mean, I don't blame you. Uh, that's how. That's how I, I got to get my feet on the soil. But anyway, uh, so she calls me and says, "We need you to go." And I said, "All right, I'll go." And this was a couple weeks ago. She says, "All right, I just need you to get it done before the end of February." Now, at the time that she and I are having this conversation, first off, the way my schedule works with with my family dynamic, it's going to have to be on the weekend that I go, and I have no problem with that at all. It's got to be on the weekend that I go. The weekend that was coming up, I already had a trip planned. Uh, I had a training session planned, so I couldn't go. The week after that, there's another training session planned, and I couldn't go. That leaves just this upcoming weekend for me to go. Okay, I got it open. I moved the schedule around. I'm going to make it work. Now, it's kind of a last-minute thing, so I'm trying to get plane tickets, and I'm going to plan a trip right. I'm going to get the plane ticket first. Once I figure out the plane, then I'll figure out the, the rental car, and then I'll figure out the hotel. So I get the plane ticket. Plane ticket is, uh, I wanted to fly out Saturday morning, but there was just no way for it to work on Saturday. There was no way for me to get home on Sunday. Um, 
uh, it was either it was either get if I would have flown in Saturday, I would have had to leave and get back to the airport within like two or three hours. It just wasn't gonna work out. It was just impossible. So then I'm like, okay, let's go ahead and head out on Friday. So I head out on so I get the plane, figure out the Friday flight. It's a little earlier than I wanted, it, but whatever. It is what it is. Got my Friday flight. Boom, right? Get the flight booked. I take the cheapest ticket possible because it's the last minute. Got to make sure I keep the, uh, you know, what I'm saying keep keep the keep the um, you know expenses intact. Right. So then I go and get a rental car. It doesn't really matter. I don't. I'm not carrying a bunch of stuff. It's just gonna be a car for me to use for one day. Doesn't matter to me. I'm just gonna go ahead and just get the get a car that's gonna be a decent price. It's gonna be comfortable. Get that. Then it's time to get a hotel room. And we have a dollar limit of what we're allowed to expense uh, per night uh, for a hotel room, right. like what the rate can be. And um, first off, everything is sold out. Everything is sold out. And um, then when I finally find something that's not sold out, the cheapest room available is almost double the amount that I'm allowed to expense. Right. So I, I reach out to her and I'm like, hey, um, here's, this is the lowest price. And she's like, well, you know what? If you got to do it in March, like, it, it's fine. It, it is what it is. And I'm like, well, listen, like, I already bought a non-refundable plane ticket. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what? and this is, like, the company car, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I've already, like, that's it. It's <laughs> over with. Um, And she's like, all right. You know, I wonder if something's going on. And, like, legit, like, if y'all listen to this, well, y'all already heard Fred say Mardi Gras. But, like, I legit am just not even thinking about the fact that it's Mardi Gras. Like, I'm not right. thinking about that time of year. Again, I've never been to to, to Louisiana, for that matter. Yeah. And um, she's like, you know, you just got to – it just is what it is. I mean, it's kind of last minute. The client asked us to do this kind of last minute. We weren't prepared for it, so they just have to deal with it because they wanted it done. Right. Okay. And then she texts me back about 10 minutes later, goes, that's Mardi Gras. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> and so now that's the running joke is between all the between my boss and all the other superiors is that, yeah, we're sitting Brad on an all expensive paid company trip to Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all stopped. Somebody else should have took that one. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> they all they, they any of them could have gone. Listen, never again. Never again. <laughs> but you know what, though? I am excited. I haven't been on the plane since uh, right before um, COVID was declared. A, 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 yeah, before COVID, COVID was declared COVID. a global pandemic. Man, listen, I could not get that out there, could I? Man, I'm going to keep that one in just to make everybody laugh. <laughs> but um, I haven't been on the plane since uh, early March 2020. I think March 6th of 2020 was the last time I've been on a plane. So it's been almost two years, bro. I'm a little excited just for that piece alone. But um, and y'all ain't got to worry about it. We still going to get you your what's happening on time. You know, 6 a.m. every Wednesday talking about something new. And I'm excited for what we got going on in March. I'm not going to tell y'all just yet. But um, after this week's episode, I mean... I, I hope y'all enjoy every episode, but um, I'm real excited for what we got lined up for March. And uh, March is it's important that I say it's March, so that's a, a little bit of a clue of what the theme is going to be about. 
But before we talk about March, let's talk about what we got going on. So last week, we really, you know, kind of unpacked our thoughts on um, on Joe Rogan and, you know, what that situation was looking like. And then, you know, the week prior to that, we talked about the Brian uh, Flores situation. And time and time again, as these different scandals or stories or news articles or what have you, as these different things come up, it, it requires you to review your standing or your feelings on um, a person or an entity. Um, you just, it makes you rethink stuff. You know, one thing that the internet has done is, and rather the access of the internet is that we know so much about so many people. And you see the things that you aren't supposed to see. And now, yeah, I guess what we want to crack into is how do you deal with that, right? You know, how do you deal with learning things about, you know, unsavory characters or or people that you may have admired or loved or um, or people that inspire you and then you learn that they've done something or they've said something or they've, or they've taken a stance and it's just like... And I guess what we want to call it this episode is how do you separate the art from the artist or do you separate the art from the artist? Um, And and what really inspired me to to really take the conversation down this path is Kanye West, bro. So for me, um, I have been unapologetic for years. I will tell anybody that um, Kanye West is my favorite rapper, period. And you take Kanye West's body of work, you can take, from me, you can take his first three albums, uh, College Dropout, Late Registration, and um, Graduation. And to me, you could take those his three albums and you could put it up against anybody else's three albums, any three, and Kanye's gonna win. I don't. I, from I see your face like mm, that's kind of a spicy take. Kanye to me, that's a whole nother episode. I'm leaving it alone. But what I'm saying is you that yeah, that, I don't. I know. But what I'm saying <laughs> is that, so like for me, when it comes to hip hop, Kanye is the goat. Right. And I will tell any, and I always say, like, if you want to say, like, what he's done the last, you know, whatever time period kind of takes that away, fine. Kanye from 2003 to 2012, you ain't touching him as far as I'm concerned. Right. But how do I deal with that and then deal with the things that he's done, the things that he's become? Right. You know, um, you know, you know, you'll get into it here, but. You know, you are, since, since the day I've known you, you're a massive fan of R. Kelly. Love that man's work. How do you separate his art from, from him? And or can you separate his art from him? I most definitely can. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because then it had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. 
plain and simple. I'm not listening. Listen, this crazy. Anything that may be factual about what he did outside of making music. What I'm saying is, my bond with R. Kelly is with music. I can tell you right now, if he had any other business outside of music, I never supported it. I never knew about it. I my bond with him was with music. And that's how I separated. Like he he made great music. I mean, he, you know what I'm saying, is arguably, you know what I'm saying, top five all time RB greatest. Even after both scandals. Both? I feel like he had more than two. I mean, only two that I know he went to trial behind. <laughs> that's what I'm going. I, like, see, and, that's, and see, that's why I say, like, it has nothing to do with me. I don't put anybody in a box or, you know what I'm saying, until they put themselves in it. You know what I mean? So, like, for you to say, like, oh, well, I feel like he had more. Man, got nothing to do with me to, to feel like or anything. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not going to be this man's judge. You know, I, I don't feel like that's my place. You know what I'm saying? My place is to to take what I like, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I take from what it, I need from it. You know what I'm saying? I think we get too involved sometimes with these people who truthfully, they don't make or break us. I mean, yeah, we could be influenced by them, but in the same token, you know, if you're going to say we we influenced by them or they lead our culture or, or whatever you want to try to say, I, I'm just going to go to the old saying, oh, so, so he jump off a bridge, you going to jump too? Mm. You, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it, I, I think that's just, sometimes we just got to take what, what is helping us, you know what I'm saying? Or what, what we need from a person, you know what I'm saying? It might sound selfish or greedy, but it can't be when you truly don't know these people, you know? And then when you want to talk about media and internet that has gave us a, a broader scope or bigger glass window to look through to know more about these people, I think sometimes that's how we get overly involved as well because we shouldn't have that much access to one's life that's just my personal opinion you know yeah i um yeah i mean it's it's interesting you know kind of going back to that point you know you you yeah i think we can even dip back into our divisiveness episode it's you know because we think what we've said before is humans are simplistic in nature because we're so simple in thinking is that it's like all right let's let's just go back to the politics piece right oh you don't vote for trump so you know the conversation that i said you know a friend of mine, yeah, where he was like, oh, 
you know, obviously, you know, you're just, this is what you think, this is who you are. And, you know, we just don't need to have a conversation anymore. Right. You know, um, we probably don't even have that kind of that political conversation uh, if not for Facebook. Now that said, I haven't seen that person in real life since 2010. We have no means of contact if not for Facebook either. So it's like, that's like the good and the bad, right? Um, it is. But yeah, and kind of moving back into like, you know, like how do we deal with it? Man, for me, I've been like a Kanye defender for years. And I've been saying to everybody, like, yo, ever since his um his mom passed, that was literally like the moment. It was like his mom passed and dude change. And you know, this whole thing that that this whole thing with him and and, and uh Kim Kardashian going through this divorce. And dude is pretty much like openly stalking her. Okay. So look, I, I ain't gonna sit here and act like I didn't follow this, you know what I'm saying, a whole bunch, but I, I see, you know, comments from Facebook, I see little posts and, and articles or whatnot. And here's my thing. Tell me how many people, not even just on the divorce side, but just as boyfriend and girlfriend, every day, you know, been in the same situation, at least once. You gotta have 10 or so acquaintances. You just seen basically do the same exact stuff. Not to the degree at which money makes the difference in that. That's it. And, and see, that's why I say we're overly involved with these people. You know what I'm saying? We don't have the type of money to move next door, you know what I'm saying, at the drop of a dime or, or buy a neighbor out of their house if, if that's what it took. So we can't say that. But here's my thing. You're a married man. Right? Yeah. You got three kids. Four. Four. If right now you and Steph split, get a divorce, how close do you want to be to your family? Very much. <laughs> I, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? How how much will you try to still be influential, you know what I'm saying, in the decisions that's made into your children's lives? I'm, I'm in there. So and my kids, yeah, I see what you're saying. So, but because of the manner that he's doing it in and because of the publicity that he gets for it, he he's crazy. But 
right now it's the girl right now that's about to get her taxes been trying to get rid of her dude since december 30th and he still ain't gone but he's not stalking <laughs> you gotta bring the taxes into this <laughs> I, I mean i'm just saying though it, with or without the taxes it's somebody been trying to get away from they they man you know what i'm saying for the last three years i have heard so, women talking about i didn't left state i didn't left my house my my family trying to get away from him and he still finds me but so here's the thing like because i see what you're saying but going back to what i was saying earlier you know say, saying hey Kanye's been like this ever since his mom passed. Absolutely no disrespect intended. His mom's been gone almost 15 years, if not 15 years. So, like, there's a pattern of erratic behavior involving him, right? And it's how long can you ignore it? Or how long can you make excuses for it? And I guess I'm saying, and maybe it's not making excuses for it, because, I mean, a year ago, I wouldn't have said I was making excuses for Kanye. But, like, I'm looking at this and just like, but damn, bro. Here, here's here's the thing. You're involved, but you don't know the case in point. Okay, yeah, there's been a lot of erratic behavior. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's been, you know what I'm saying, 15 years or close to. It's been... 11 years since my lady lost her mom. And there's still patterns of behaviors that, you know, am I making excuses for it? By any means, I'm not. I'm cold hearted, you know, if, if most people probably would say, because I feel like where you were believe what's going is that like at some point you need to do something about it but how much trauma you know what i'm saying do you think he's dealing with outside of just that you know what i mean it's not just the erratic behaviors i think that's how he deals and cope with situations that, you know what I'm saying, brings on whatever that significant trauma is that was kind of similar to the loss of losing his mother, like losing his family. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, I'm not making excuses because by any means, like I said, he's not, you know, favorite rapper of mine or anything of that nature, but you know, sometimes I think we just like to have something to talk about. Because if it was us in our situation, we would want somebody to be more trying to figure out why does the erratic behavior keep happening versus trying to, you know what I'm saying, label me and put me in a box because I keep doing erratical things. But we not quick to help one another. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's I think that's the issue with it. You know that that's how I can separate the art from the artist. If if Kanye is you know what I'm saying that person that you know what I'm saying helped you 
you know what I'm saying, maybe cope or what have you, or for whatever reason, you know what I'm saying, his art is what, you know what I'm saying, you gravitated to. The rest of it, you know what I'm saying, I don't think it's even rightful for us to even have an opinion on necessarily. You know, if you feel like you have to have an opinion on something that's beyond the art, then can you say you can separate the art from the artist? No, you can't. Not everybody can be biased in a situation. You know, so I I mean I that's just me. That's that's how I with any any, you know what I'm saying, artist or, you know whether you're an actor or however, you know what I'm saying, whatever you do. I feel like a lot of times we we insert ourselves into things that have nothing to do with us. How they divorce going, the stuff he doing, you know, uh, the same with R. Kelly. You know, that that's my dog. I'm not making excuses, but in a sense, until you want to talk about the parents that handed their children over, I don't want to talk. I mean, we, I listen to you, but I don't, I don't want to talk because obviously you're not open enough to look at the, the full picture. That, you know, these parents is just as much to blame for why these kids are in these situations and you know what I'm saying, doing these, these different things and having different type of pressure on them from young ages because they were looking at the money. But yeah, every time the cards fold, they walk away scot-free, got paid all the way up until they can't get paid no more. And, and, no, and nobody says nothing. They they catching, you know what I'm saying, deals for giving them this person and that person, but how how is that fair? And for us to 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 invoice uh voice ourselves in the situation, staying one-sided, that, that's not right. And and you still have to separate, you know what I'm saying, what he did, okay. What he did is dead wrong. You know what I'm saying? Not gonna sit here and sugarcoat it. I personally wouldn't have took my daughters to him, but I guess that's another story. But it was dead wrong at the end of the day. But I should still, you know what I'm saying? be able to go and look up his music. He shouldn't lose royalties to his music and things he created. You know, or trying to hit him in his pockets because, because, you know, oh, you did this, you did that. But I grew up in the era where I don't know how many times I heard a woman say I don't care what R. Kelly do to me. Or we well, need to quit messing with them young girls so I'm getting them a real one. Hmm. 
You wouldn't hear me complaining. But then this stuff here comes out and it's like, oh, oh, he wrong, he nasty, he trifling, you know what I'm saying? He, he this, he that, he he's evil. I don't think anything you're saying is wrong, but I also but I feel that when people use those what about isms, you know, that, that kind of scapegoats bad behavior. I'm not saying what about isms. What I'm saying is call it fair across the board. That's all I'm saying. Don't go after one, go after all. Everybody that had a hand in that. You know what I'm saying? That way, now it, it probably wouldn't be a thing or or something that people try as much because the parents is like, ah, nah. You see what happened to a, a girl and their mama? It ain't, it ain't even worth all of that. You know? So, Therefore, you know what I'm saying, same token for him, his manager and them be, you know, hey, nah, I'm not going to go recruit it. That's what you're going to do, then I'm going to just go ahead and take myself about this situation. I'm going to let you know right now. I'm going to go ahead and let them know. You know what I mean? Like, we going to have this coming back on me later. I'm talking every single person because it is more than just him to this. It, I mean, and you're not... And that's what I said. It's not the what about. It's the everybody. Quit, and, quit playing sides and picking sides and favorites. See, and, and you're not wrong, but I also feel like there's levels to it. And what I'm saying is, is that like some things are going to bother people more than others. And so, and and a person like, just naturally, whether it's right or wrong, that's not what I'm trying to debate. But a person in a position of power such as R. Kelly, um, in a position of fame, I should say, um, that person is going to garner more attention and therefore garner much uh, vi more vitriol than the unknown Billy Bob who who allowed their child to be involved with someone like R. Kelly. And I should say that we're not we're not condemning anybody. We're having a conversation. Y'all know that. <laughs> um, and, and I and I agree, but I do want to stick this point in there that it still reverts back to, you know what I'm saying, the, the parents. It, it's kind of like like Cardi B said. She don't let, you know what I'm saying, her daughter listen to her music. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. These people wouldn't garner the attention if, the, if, you know what I'm saying, the people who were supposed to be policing those or, or keeping it, you know what I'm saying, in the in the realm of who it's intended for that will also help. Does that make sense? It makes sense, 
But what I'm saying is, is it's just not equal. And I mean, I guess because that's life. Ain't nothing equal, huh? That's what we've been fighting for forever. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but when you have like what I still have it in my in my net in my Netflix queue. I haven't watched it yet. But there's that surviving R. Kelly, and I don't know how we made this an R. Kelly podcast. Um this just he's just an, the example that we're using. But um I remember like that, that surviving R. Kelly um series that was on Lifetime. I know it's on Netflix, it's in my queue. I'll I'll, I'll watch it one day. Um, but there was how many girls in that series sharing their stories? Sure, I didn't really watch it all. I want to say I was going to say nine or 16 it was like them two numbers and just two was the two set numbers I had and so when you look at like that many people being impacted over that amount of time like at some point I mean yes like if it's 16 people then you know there's 16 parents and or 16 sets of parents that need to be held accountable. But those 16 parents or sets of parents lead to one monster. And that's the thing. So it's like, we'll say like, yeah, we need to all come after them. I can't tell you the name of none of these girls. That's the other thing too. I can't tell you the name of none of these girls that were um, impacted. I can't tell you the name of the parents of any of these girls that were impacted. But I can but, tell you the name of Robert Kelly. But here's the, but here's the thing too. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not going to say any other names but these same women and kids wasn't just after them they was at a few different shows few different you know what I'm saying studios and whatnot they tried to you know what I'm saying they rolled not you know what I'm saying with just him it was just it was his thing so you know it was easier to to get in that's that was the you know what I'm saying sick and unfortunate part about it, you know. But as we know, it ain't he's not by himself. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's, it's, he's, he's definitely by himself. He's definitely not by himself. So I mean, he's just the one that got caught. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I don't think it should be. I just, and this is all artists, you know what I'm saying? Bill Cosby, mm -hmm. Kanye, you know, hell, just all of them. I mean, even when, you know what I'm saying, Chris Brown and Rihanna was going through their situation, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you can say what you want, but they was young. Whoever's <clears throat> well, the ones that should have been guiding and influencing. You know what it really is? that culture mm -mm. it's really as humans we can find the reasons to make excuses for people that we like if we like them enough we'll make excuses for them so we've shared this before right but I'm a nerd 
I like wrestling, right? And I'm, I'm going to tell a little wrestling story. Y'all stick with me. I'm going to make it make sense. Um, if you are a human, you probably know the name Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's one of the most popular That's wrestlers. My guy. Right? That's your guy, right? Me, I don't care for Stone Cold. I should make this a video. Fred's face is like, bro, you tripping. Here's my thing. All right. Rock with me for a minute. Here's the deal. In case you didn't know, breaking news right here on what's happening. Wrestling is scripted. (gasps) Right? Okay. So, Stone Cold never put people over. And what I mean by by putting people over, he never took a loss that elevated a new star. Anytime he took a loss, it was made to look like they they shouldn't have won or... um, it was by somebody that was established, so he didn't lose any credibility and he didn't help anybody grow, right? Um, and that's the way wrestling works is you get your time in the spotlight and then you start to give stuff back to so that way it keeps going, all right? Always just kind of never really rock with them for that reason. And then um, he was married to Deborah. If you're a wrestling fan, you may know who that was. Um, he was married to her in real life. They had a situation was she um, with the big Malboski? Maybe. Maybe she was. No, she was rocking with Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. Oh. Um, <clears throat> Jerry Long used to come out, and when she came out, Jerry Long was like, puppies! Talk about her breasts. <laughs> um, but they got, they were married in real life. Um, and then she had to press charges or something to that effect. Um, he was slapping her around. Like, they, they had an argument. He got physical with her. And then shortly after that, they divorced, right? Now, this is, like, 20 years ago that this happened, right? Already didn't really rock with him on the wrestling side. So once that happened, I'm just like, man, whatever. Like, nobody, but, like, if you listen to wrestling, if you if you listen, if you watch wrestling, it's, oh, my God, Stone Cold, he's the greatest. He's the biggest star ever. He saved the WWF when it was about to flounder, right? Um, nobody talks about that piece. Now, obviously, murder is more egregious than domestic violence, right? So kind of a bad comparison, but to stick in the wrestling, um, stick in that wrestling world, Chris Benoit if you guys know that name, he was supposed to show up for a show, didn't show up. The next night, it's announced, the next day in, in real life news, it's announced that um, he, his wife, and his son uh, had been murdered. Um, and they had like a, that whole, that was a Monday night, they had like a whole thing where they, um, you know, they, all, they, they did tributes to him, honored him, blah, blah, blah. The very next night, they're filming their next show, and by the time the next day comes, it's come out that this is actually a murder-suicide. He killed his wife, he killed his, his son, and then he he uh, committed suicide himself. And they haven't mentioned that man since that day. Damn. They, they literally came out the next day and was like, we've learned this, like, we're done with it. His name has not been mentioned ever since, right? So, and again, I know murder is obviously more egregious than domestic violence, right? The point that I'm making is, is that the greatest, the most important superstar ever 
his his little aggression. Oh, we just gonna slide that up under the rug. I mean, even I'll stay in in the wrestling piece. A whole tirade of Hulk Hogan came out pulling a Joe Rogan like like <clears throat> six or seven years ago. Just inward, 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 inward. Uh, he had like a legends contract with the WWE, and it was like, nope, we're done with that. So we were surely they started ingratiating him back in. Oh, people forgot he said the N word by now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so again, like we can figure out ways to make excuses and make stuff work for the people that we like, and that seems to be that seems to be you know how we how we operate. You know, for example, me, right? I just got done talking about how Kanye has clearly had erratic behavior, but. I've been defending the Miss because his mama died. He's still the greatest rapper of all time. Like that's like that's that's me. That's who I've been, right? Absolutely. We, we make it we 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 find ways to to feel comfortable, right? I mean, even with our politics, right? I know some people say, you know, I don't I don't I don't like Donald Trump, but his policies they, it just kind of works for me. I know he's rude, I know he's brash, I know he's an asshole. I've heard people say that all the time, but like. I, I like I like his policies, uh, right? And, and so we find ways to deal with the things that we don't like. And it's really just excuse making, if we're being honest. We find ways to make excuses uh, to support and and to and to stomach the things that the, the people that we like and the things that we like until we literally just can't do it anymore. And I think I think that's the answer. That's usually what happens. That's that's how it goes. I think with a lot of those big headline cases, it's really a swing in the popularity and the way it goes. You know what I'm saying? Um, like you say, basically, if it's your first time, you know, popularity probably swing that, you know, you should get a chance. Everybody's going to back you up. They're not going to believe it. Second or third time this come out, a lot of proof, evidence for you know it. This person's being locked up. You know, everybody's kind of like, yeah, that's what they need. That's what they deserve. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes me think, is it is it more of a matter of Depending on the person, it just takes a lot. Well, to yeah, get everybody on the same page. Yeah, uh, of course, you know, and and I wouldn't. It, it would have to depend on the person, you know. Um, Beyonce can get away with anything, right? <laughs> easy, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's. Uh, almost like MJ, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, you know what I'm saying? MJ, <laughs> I mean, far as we know, at least, it, it, nothing stuck ever. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So, something to say, and I, and I mean, he, and you want to talk about erratic behavior? You, you know, but it was MJ. He had a rough life childhood you know was, was rough growing up with his dad yeah he's abusive so that's why he does it 
No, it's because it's MJ. That's why he does it, and and we're gonna back him up no matter what we gotta say because he's one of the greatest of all times. Hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Two things can be true. You can have people that are like saying that, that are just you know that are standing for their artists or actor whoever, right? But then you, it could also be that there's, I mean, in our community, we're really only beginning to acknowledge the importance of, of mental health over the last, what, five years, maybe? Not even? Mm, give or take, yeah. So I do think that there that, that could be true that I think looking back in hindsight, it's easy for us to say that the for Michael Jackson's the way he grew up played a role into the person that he became. I mean, being a star at as a child, we it doesn't seem like that's healthy for anybody. Um, growing up in abusive households, we know that, that doesn't help anybody. Just more excuse. But is it an excuse? In that you, sense? you just said it. Yeah, I mean, it it, it really is. Like it, you got. I'm just saying. I I was agreeing with you that we make excuses for people we like. I agree with you, and then you just displayed it. I brought up MJ, <laughs> and out of nowhere, you gave a class A argument on why you about to take this thing to trial for MJ. Well, no, my point is, I guess I don't have a point. I guess my, I guess my question is, what line is it between acknowledging mental health and making excuses? Like, where's that line? Or, or is mental health a perfectly acceptable excuse? Not if you're not going to get help. I think that's easier said than done, though. I'm listen. Not, not, not disagreeing at all. <laughs> I was just making a statement. <laughs> <laughs> you like you ain't gonna get me canceled. <laughs> like, I mean, not yet. I ain't say yet. <laughs> I, I'm just saying though, like, cause I, I think back, you know, I mean, for one. And, and you could say it's because of his stardom and lifestyle and whatever, but to cover your kids up with blankets in public. Didn't he name a kid blanket? Yes. But that's off topic. He was out he was out in Paris hanging one of his kids over the balcony like this, just playing. And like it, it wasn't like he was doing it like he was gonna drop him. But it's still for anybody. It's like anything could happen in that moment. Yeah, man. That's not something you. But it's Michael. You know, he he built an amusement park and he got to have exotic animals, and so it was just it was just another thing he did. We 
and, and I wouldn't say it was off subject because, like I said, we just talking about erratic behavior and just different people, different stars who essentially came from some sort of trauma and did different things and had different outcomes. And we embrace and accept each and every one of them differently. And when we're tired of them, we cast them away. Or if they're not serving us no more purpose. Or if their error that they had, you know, is kind of up there in age and is not really following with the times. So you don't have the support that you had once. Mm. You know, like you said, you get your, your, your time in the light and you help somebody else come up too. <laughs> I'm mad you use wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> You used it, you know what I'm saying? I just went on ahead and and reused it. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I mean, but real talk, you know, I think we're getting too involved. I agree with, you know, everything you said, um, where we make excuses for the ones that we are more biased to, you know, or we like more, shall we say. And And you know what? It doesn't just go for, like, celebrity personalities. It goes for people in our everyday life. Oh, yeah. We do this with pastors, with sports stars, you know what I'm saying? When If you're a jock in in the high school or, you know what I mean? People do this for their kids. They do it for the spouses. They do it for the siblings. They do it for the parents. Right? Listen, if you are a person, I'm going to just say this right now. If you're a person and you got a family member that is, that you know has said some racist things and you're like, they're just old. They don't understand. You've made an excuse uh, and therefore you have enabled them to be racist. Ooh. I may have I may have pinched a couple nerves. If you got an uncle or somebody that uh is abusing alcohol or abusing drugs, and when I say abusing, you know what I mean. If I struck a chord with you when I use the term abusing, you know what I mean. Right? Because I'm not judging what nobody does with their personal life or what they want to do with their body. But if you're but if you make excuses instead of telling that person, hey, like I think you need think you need some help, right? Or, uh, they just like to party, you know? They just like to have a good time. You're, you're making excuses for that person. You know, if, if you know you're, 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 if you know that there's a man beating on his wife, um, or if you are a wife and, and you're letting a man beat on you, Oh, he, he just gets mad. He 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 really loves her. He really loves me. You're making excuses for that person. And listen, like, 
I'm not here. I'm not saying these things with the intention of attacking people that are dealing with these things in real life. But I'm calling the spade a spade, absolutely. And it's not going to, behaviors don't change without something to force the change. It's not going to just like wake up and a person's just going to wake up and be different. You're not just going to wake up and be a different person. Something's going to have to happen to to compel that that person to change their ways. And it might be something uncomfortable. It might be something that I have to sit them down and humble them, right? Um but something has to happen. Like and and the first step of accountability is call it out what's wrong. And that's really what it comes down to is, listen, if I do something wrong, tell me about it. It might hurt my feelings. Yeah. Right. But there's accountability, there's love and accountability. You know, if you love me, you want to see me do better, you're going to tell me, yo, this what you need to do better. I don't think I don't think this is a good look for you. I don't think this is what you need to be rocking with. I don't think this is what you need to be doing, right? Because trust and believe. But I think you can do something differently. I'm gonna tell you, and I don't mean to be a jerk about it when I do it. It's not my intention, but this is how we're gonna do. It. I mean, and I don't really necessarily know how we how we landed here, but. Don't make excuses for bad behavior from the people you love or the people you know. Because it's because that's a big thing that divides us as well. It's how can you support this person? How can you like this person? How can you listen to this person? It's and like there needs to be some understanding on both sides. I'm not saying it's okay to throw people out of your life because they they disagree with you. That's absolutely not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is, is that if somebody's doing something wrong, speak up, say something. And if somebody tells you that you're doing something wrong, try not to focus on the fact of how it was delivered. Try to Try to get the message. I think that's all I got, bro. Yeah. So, y'all know what to do. Follow the show at What's Happening on all socials, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow me at Archbishop Swag on all the platforms. I'm probably not going to accept your follow requests on Instagram. But you can follow me. I appreciate you following me. <laughs> I mean, you can hit the request. I appreciate the request. And then you can um, follow Fred at Mr. Humble underscore beginnings. I know his social uh, better than he do. 
And if you like what we do, you know, share the show with a friend or family member. Let them know about us. Leave us a five-star rating in your podcast app. Help us to continue to grow this show uh, to get more followers. Engage us in conversation. Use the hashtag what's happening on any social media platform. And um, we out. We're going to be back next week. We got some good stuff coming up for the month of March. I'm excited for it. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys continue to enjoy the show. We appreciate y'all continuing to listen to us, rock with us, and we will see you then. Peace.